the premiere episode, one of the premiere episodes of the semi-charmed kind of pod. We love a semi-charmed kind of pod. We love it. This is now the third episode that we're recording today, but probably the first episode that y'all will be listening to. I'm so excited. Which is very exciting. Yeah. This one's a spooky one? This is a spooky one. I figured I'd keep it spooky for Halloween. Why not? We're doing a Halloween premiere episode. Double premiere. Love it. If everything goes according to plan, this should be either one of two or two of two episodes that you're listening to tonight. So yeah, I wanted to keep it... It's very on brand. It's very (laughs) on brand for the podcast, which... This is a podcast where we're talking about all things witchy and all things creepy. Mm-hmm. Keep it weird. Yeah, we're going to kind of split ep- split duties per episode. So yeah. there will be episodes where you just... What topics are you going to be discussing in, in this podcast? This one? Well, this season I'm going to do true crimes um, that are related to craft or practice of some kind. Love it. Yeah, so witches that murder, basically. I feel like that's, like, literally an investigation discovery show. We're going to get a cease and desist. It already exists. Or they're going to hire us. Or they're going to hire us. <laughs> okay, it's manifest! Our, it's our IP. <laughs> Back Ooh. off. Yeah, we should we should hone that right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm saying. Okay, so then my episodes are going to be... We'll try to keep them themed with the yep. season that we're doing, but mine are going to be a little more broad. They'll be cryptids, creepy stories, strange occurrences. We may do a couple conspiracy theories. Um, but I yeah, love that. those will be our, that's, that's kind of the breadth of our, of our topics. I love that. And I'm so excited. Yeah. You gotta, I wonder if people will want, you know, when we drop episodes, whether people will want a Kyle episode and then an Ashley episode. I have to imagine that people are going to prefer one of one. the other. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but I mean like they drop at the same time. Maybe. One, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like where it'd be like two. We'll figure that out. Yeah. That's in the deeps. Keep loving us and we'll love you. You're here, you're listening, and that's what we're thankful for. We love that. Do you have any idea what I'm talking about today? You have no idea. No. Do you want to take a stab in the dark? You said it's Halloween related? It's Halloween related and it has to do with, most of the time these are occurring, these occurrences are occurring at nighttime and they're sometimes referred to as nighttime knockers. Oh, my God. Do you know what I'm doing? Yeah. I've heard that of sounds, these. That sounds a little dirty when I say it. Yes, but I know what you're talking what about. What am I doing? You're talking about like the noises that you hear like in the dark. No, ooh, mean, that would be a good one. You know like, how, what like, goes bump in the night? Or like Appalachians, you know, like they hear things, <gasps> yes. but you're never supposed to respond. Okay, adding that to my list. Yes. I want to do creepy things in the woods. We're doing, when I say I have a when? laundry list of topics that I want to cover. Mm. Laundry list of topics that I want to cover. That would be, yeah. Ew, nighttime knockers. We're doing black-eyed children. Ugh, black-eyed children could be the creepiest. We're doing black-eyed kids. If you thought you saw it, no, you didn't. I'm <laughs> so excited to talk about this subject. Yeah. I think it's perfect for Halloween because, ooh. like... Kids is knocking this... on your door in the middle of the night. No. Am I going to sleep tonight? I don't know. See, and that's one thing that they say about the black eyed kids. It's one of those, yes. like, you talk about them. And, and then, then they come. They come. That's also, like, Mary. Literally that. Mm. It's literally that. So, one of those, like, try not to think about it. Okay. Uh, right. Okay, so we're going to, I want to start off by, I'm going to, I'm going to probably read the, for the account that really made it prolific. Okay. Some refer to it as the seminal story. Ooh, okay. Um, but I want to first say that while this happened in like, so the original encounter happened in 96. Okay. Abilene, Texas, 
happened to this reporter. His name's Brian Bethel, and he's like a local journalist. So okay. there's a lot of skepticism around this because he's already a writer, right? He's already oh, yeah, he's true. already a wordsmith, true, right? True. So, but then the flip side of this is like he's a career in the public eye. So does he not? Anybody like that has a little bit to lose going public with stories like this, right? Yeah. Like you don't want to have fingers pointed at you and well, be it's the like town a crowd, moon. right? Yeah, exactly. Right. right. So. Summer of 96 is when this encounter happens. Okay. He doesn't go public with it until two years later. We're okay. in, like, the spring of 98. Okay. Before he, like, actually, like, posts to it. And it's believed that the first time that he posted... Do you like how I'm just doing this all from memory? Like, yeah, when you're I say so I've good been, at this. When I say I've been researching, I have been researching. You're so good at so, this. So, <laughs> it's summer of 98... Spring, summer of 98 is around when, like, this story, like, goes viral. We don't even have the word for viral, viral yet. yet. <laughs> like, it's right, it's 98. And it's believed that he first posts in 4chan, of all places, right? Okay. If you don't know what 4chan is, I'm not going to explain it to you. That's a... <laughs> It's a messy forum. It's messy. Um, so it's, it's one like of those, chain mail. Yeah, and it's just like full of like I would caution to say that like the word incel oh. comes from. Okay, okay. Not I'm not saying that like that was the first time it was ever used, but like, do you get what I'm putting down? So if you're not a millennial, you would not have any idea what we're talking about. No, no, and you would definitely not want to get on 4chan. Um, so it's also it's also one of those things where it's like. Is that true? Like, yeah. 4chan's old. People, 4chan users are always going to be like, I'm the first one to do that. I was of the course. First. So we don't really know. Um, it also, this was a kind of time when um, creepypasta, do we know what a creepypasta is? Explain. Okay, so a creepypasta are those early internet stories. It's a portmanteau. It comes from copy paste, right? Oh, okay. And that's initially what it was called. They were called copy pastas. I they did were not just, know that. Yeah, they were like little, do, were you ever on like um, Tumblr or Zanga even? So Tumblr was like, after my like we, i was on okay. facebook, facebook when you guys were on tumblr did you ever get swept up in myspace so let's like keep it real too i'm like 10 years older than kyle no you're not <laughs> yes i am how old are you 37 i'm 33 okay i'm old you're four years before <laughs> if we round down we're not rounding to you 10. were on tumblr <laughs> i was on facebook okay <laughs> yes of course used, i had but MySpace. you use myspace right okay I have my top so 10. we're familiar exactly we're familiar with yeah. a little bit of like blogging of course Okay, so remember when you would get those, like, do you, oh, what was the one where it was, like, the, like, the babysitter's, like, she keeps calling the parents, and she's like, your creepy clown statue is creeping me out, and the parents are like, we don't have a clown statue. What? You never heard that story? No. Oh, we're doing a creepypasta episode okay, then, where I, I was going to tell this. you a bunch of creepypastas. <laughs> so, ba- these are basically stories, the, the name comes from, these are very, they're, like, what we would call clickbait. Okay, right? okay. They're these little stories, modern Snippets. day urban legends, they're easy, there may be a couple paragraphs, maybe just one paragraph, easy to copy paste, right? Gotcha. And so it's also hard to, it's very easy for me to copy paste it, it's very hard to determine where this story came from. Gotcha. I love creepypastas. Telephone of the internet. Literally that. Gotcha. And it's a lot of times with creepypastas, I do want to say, we're going to have a little caveat about, about creepypastas. I love reading them, I love entertaining. Yeah. Um, I think... We're going to, our audience will learn as we go. Not that you're not open-minded, but I will entertain <laughs> any kind of idea. I am like so open-minded. I'm there for it. Right. Like a Bosch. Right. Just kidding. <laughs> right. Right. You're going to be my what? Scully? You're the, you're yes. the, yeah, you're my Scully. Right. Yep. Okay. So creepypastas, uh, while uh, 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 
a fake is easy to spot, right? True, you true. read those stories and it's so outlandish. Things are happening and you're like, there is no way that this story is true. We're hitting on tropes from horror movies. We're hitting on like tropes from other stories that we've heard. You know, you've heard yep. those stories where you yeah. just, you, maybe you're along for like the first half and then something happens where you're like, this story did not happen, right? Yep. I want to say that like, take every creepypasta that you read with a grain of salt because okay. most of them yeah are gonna be like there are entire reddits dedicated to like no sleep do you ever go on no sleep no it's oh, they're all fictional stories but they're supposed to be written like it actually happened to you so i feel like i would love this oh it's so fun there's like okay. a couple movies that have been spurred from no sleep because then like major production companies will like reach out and be oh, like wow. can you actually take this story down because we want to like develop can you get it out of the public eye because we want to now develop it into a movie wow that's amazing yeah it's happened to a couple people and like so it's a great way for like writers to yeah. like you know what i mean flex this sure. or you like put things on display right yeah so take every creepypasta that you read with a grain of salt but i want to say one thing about creepypasta in the day and age that we live in that yeah. i feel like often gets lost when people hear a creepypasta or they're immediately ready to like write things off okay. i feel like the internet like where are we here like the internet is our modern day campfire. Like, yeah. if you want to hear those ghost stories, if you want to see, like, what strange occurrences are going on in the world, where are you going to go? You're going to go to the internet. internet. Right? Yeah. Right? Right? Yeah. That's how we get in touch with the world. So, I just want to caveat and say that, like, while I will... If anybody hears me do a story on this podcast and you're immediately like, I know that is a creepypasta, please reach out. <laughs> please reach out and, like, and, and let me know. But I also want to preface and say that just because... You have heard of a story yeah. or you've come across a story on a creepypasta or like a forum that is dedicated to that. Yeah. Um, doesn't necessarily mean that that story is not true. Sure. Maybe it's just been propagated so much. Yeah. That it's been changed. Right. Copy pasted. So that's why I want everybody to take okay. any creepypasta that you read with a grain of salt and really judge it by based off of that the the meat of that story itself because I, just because you've come across yeah. it on the internet doesn't mean that it's false it doesn't mean that it's true sure but it doesn't also mean that it's just like i hope people like blow up your dm with their creepypasta oh please i hope uh, there's so many creepypasta people out there that are like have you read this one? Now, I will say, please don't <laughs> inundate me with creepypastas because none of your creepypastas are going to make it onto the pod. Uh, oh, unless God. we do. Maybe that would be a fun seasonal. Maybe like yeah. one episode a season, I'll just do creepypastas. Or we could do listener listeners' favorite creepypastas. Yes, I would love to do that. Yes. But just know that my regular degular day-to-day is most likely. I want to stick to like, yeah. for all intents and purposes, this could have did happen. So, as far as we know, it did happen. So they could email us their creepypastas? Yes. Yeah. Semi-charmed kind of pod. I will absolutely say. At gmail.com. That is, the G- that is the Gmail account. We will have it in the show notes. I love that. I want to hear a, a, a crazy story. If you have a story, yeah. I want to hear it. Me too. I'm going to let Kyle go through them first so I sleep at night, but. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I do not mind being a filter. Please send them into Semi-Charmed kind of pod. You might even hear it on the podcast. Yeah, that would be awesome. Right? Okay, so let's get into the meat and the potatoes of. I'm ready. What? So. You said you're creeped out, or you're just creeped out by the concept of them. Do you? You've what do you? Tell me what mind. you know about Black Eyed Children, just so right. I know. So one of my favorite podcasts, Morbid. Okay. Does creep Black Eyed Children? Okay. They do several different variations. It's like a serial. Yeah, but okay. I guess I guess essentially it is like the creepy pasta Black Eyed Children of people's different stories of seeing Black Eyed Children. Well, so it's like a broad. It's kind of like a. But a lot of people have seen them. Like, a lot of people relate to black-eyed children. They're, they're, 
more common than you would think. And For what's sure. interesting is that it I, there's a lot of things that I'm interested to bring up to you about mm-hmm. black eyed children because okay. I want to see your perspective of it from like a witchy standpoint because there's a lot of things okay. that stick out to me in okay. these accounts as like is that magic? Like, is that something okay. that we don't understand? Yeah. Just in, like, we'll get there. Cool. Okay. So, and there's just a <laughs> lot of, like, is it the same entity? Is this something masquerading? Is uh-huh. this... Okay. So, we are in spring, summer of 96. Keep in mind, he doesn't go public with this for another two years because he kind of doesn't know what happened okay. to him at first. Okay. Um, he also talks a lot. He's told this story... Keep in mind now what we're near we're nearly thirty years out from yeah. this. Okay. Um he did reach a little bit of a period of time where he wasn't really talking about it. Just because he had he'd gone on TV, I can't believe he did Monsters in America. He did an episode wow. of them. He speaks about how he didn't really like how he how he had a bad experience with that show. Um I listened to a couple different podcasts because uh, like I said, he's he's not afraid of telling this story like and his story doesn't change which is also really interesting what was his bad experience like they they dubbed it for like they wanted him to say they were like prompting him with things and they were saying like you know oh weren't there like a string of disappearances in the area oh weren't there like a string of murders and he even says like at one point he was like i was the local like i was the i was like my beat was to cover like the cops and like what like the policing in the area like what was going on like so crime was like my specific thing like i would know if there was like a string of murders going on and like that wasn't the case so can you please stop asking me that producer of monsters in america (laughs) like i'm gonna tell you what happened and that's what happened yeah okay so i think that's also kind of like interesting that his story doesn't waver his story stays the same yeah um and i feel like that's also really natural too some people look at that skept that moment of that that period of silence as like oh he was mm." his story didn't change after the fact and i would feel like maybe after 10 15 years of telling the same story like and you've your story hasn't changed and you've gone on multiple podcasts you've gone on radio shows you've gone on tv go watch this, go listen, go read it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm sure you're going to reach a point where you're like, it's out there if you want to find it. Well, and it's also like you get like defensive, right? Because if you, if there's skepticism, it's like, I'm sick of explaining myself. Like, this is what I told you and this is what it is. And like I said, remember how I said like there wasn't really a term for viral at the time? This was one of the first, like this story went around the internet. So wow. of course, matter of public opinion. And what sure. are most people going to say? Oh, this outlandish story. Especially mm, in the 90s. You made it up. Yeah. You're crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Love so. That. You're a witch. Right. <laughs> uh, so there, and this is not, so he does also talk about, there is a period. So we're going to talk after the account. I'm going to bring up some just like commonalities. Okay. That have, that are like found across these encounters with these black eyed children. And one of them is that they, they, they like trigger our fight or flight. They yes. like, you can't help it. You feel like you're around a predator. Yes. And you can't, you don't know what it is. <laughs> um, he's, he's, he has stated that since the encounter, it was like a good, like eight months after the encounter that he was still feeling that sense of predation. Wow. Like he was like, it proliferated his life. Wow. So I think that also really like, you already are like a skeptic in your own brain. Like nobody's going to believe me. <laughs> yeah. And then to have that layered with like being scared. All the time. Of yeah. course you're not going to go public with it. Yeah. And he, he again is a journalist. He's in the public eye. He's got... St- He's got a career to lose. Like, well, and it's like, what would make it worse? Like, you right, just don't know. Right. Right. So Creepy. he made no changes to his day-to-day life. Wow. What's crazy about this 
is after his initial encounter, he went back to the to that to to where it happened the next day. What? Because he had to. Because he was, he was living like, his drawn life. To what is happening? No, because oh. he was living his life. Do you know where he was? So we're gonna flash back to the summer of '96. Okay. It's the evening. What were it's you doing in summer of 96? I was six years old. I was 10. I was six years old. Was... If we're in summer, summer, depending on where we are in the summer, I'm either five or six. I was killing it. Because we're June BBs. Yes, we so are. So if it's the beginning of the year, I haven't aged yet. <laughs> true, true. So I'm around five or six. So I, I, I couldn't tell you. Okay. Couldn't tell you what I'm doing. Okay. Probably I'm obsessed with Power Rangers. Yes. I'll tell Who's you that. your favorite? Oh, Billy. All the way. Trini was mine. Oh. Yellow. R.I.P. Trini. Yep. Um, somebody's here. Um, okay. So it's the summer of 96. I want to say it's around like 9.06. Do they say it down here? When he like, it's, it's evening time. It's like the sun has set. So okay. it's nighttime. Um, I, I was going to read the account, but I don't know if I want to, cause it's just kind of long and I pretty much know all that happens. Okay. So, um, he is going to pay his internet bill. Because this is the 90s. And so how are we paying bills? You're going to the store. We're writing a check, baby. Yep. We're taking it to the drop box. Because it's, it's, it's after closing time. We're taking it to the drop yep. box. So he goes to the, the shopping plaza where his okay. uh, Camelot internet, that was his internet service provider, his his ISP. Okay. Um, so he goes and there's a, in the shopping complex, there's also a dollar theater. There's a movie theater. Okay. Um, and it was a second run theater. So it wasn't even like first showings not at that theater this is like the afters after the quarter movies literally that got it okay literally that okay so it's like dark i want to say it was like 906 that they say that this happened it's like nine o'clock right and he's in his car windows rolled up and he gets into the parking lot to write the check he doesn't have the check written out he's gonna write his check by the light of the marquee Okay. So that's what he's doing. He's like writing out his check when he hears a knock at his door. And he turns and there's two boys standing there. And there's an older boy, like looks like he's in his teens. My heart is already like. <laughs> oh, girl, wait. So there's an older one who like looks like he's in his teens. And then there's like a younger one. And then so throughout his like storytelling, Brian has dubbed the older one the spokesman. Okay. Because the younger one throughout this entire counter does not talk. Okay. Does not talk. So he's like the toady. He, yeah, literally that. Okay. okay. So there's also a lot of other, like I said, there's a lot of commonalities that okay. we're going to like circle back in. So the, um, the older boy is like wearing like a hoodie, mm-hmm. just like, and no, no brands. Like we're not wearing like a giant Adidas. Like it's every time that they're wearing these clothes that they're wearing, it's like kind of unsettling. They almost look homemade. Okay. If you will. Hmm. There's no, like, branding. There's nothing to really, like... mm. A lot of times, your older ones are going to be wearing hoodies, jackets, always dark clothing, right? Okay. And the younger ones are always, almost always, dressed out of the time period. They look like they should be, like, 20 years back. Like, petticoats. Like... What? Okay. Like, something's guessing and maybe getting a little off. Okay. Right? That's creepy. Right? That's creepy in itself. (laughs) So they're like, sir, we want to... And that's the other thing. And and this is another commonality across black-eyed kids. 
they have this like strange maturity to them. You know, when you talk to a kid and they'll maybe like stumble over the words or they'll like yes. use a word incorrectly or they'll use a word that like isn't even like relevant to that yes. sentence. They maybe just heard it. Yes. Um, and they're fidgety. Mm-hmm. They like, they don't stand mm-hmm. still and talk to you. Especially now. The, he, this, this, this older kid got the name, spo- the, the, got like the name spokesman because of how eloquent he was, how calm and collected he was, how he didn't really move. Not only was he emotion emotionless, he's like motionless. That is creepy itself. And it's not like a hey, hey, Mister, we we forgot. Can you take us back to our house? Like our 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 mom's over there, and we got some change, and we forgot. It's like a hey, Mister, you need to take us back to our house because we forgot our like. It's very like we know, and it's like kind of like sales pitchy. Yeah, and it's like demanding. It's Mm -hmm. like. This is what you're gonna do for us, and this is what I need you to do for okay. us. Okay. And so, in this like back and forth, and Brian's like, "No, like, sorry, like," and he's like, so he's acting like a little bit of like prompting questions because that's the first thing that they ask is that they want to get into Brian's car to have them him drive them back home because they forgot money and they wanted to see mortal the, movie. the mortal combat showing. Okay. Right. So Brian, Brian, being smart, he's a journalist, aware of our surroundings. It's late at night. What's the first thing that Brian does? He looks up at the marquee to see the showings. Like, is Smart. The last showing, like, again, I'm, let's say it's like 9 o'clock at night. The last showing of Mortal Kombat started at 8. We're like, an already, hour, we're like an hour into the movie. You're already like, done. And, by, and even if you live right around the corner, by the time we get back, this movie is going to, like, so immediately his, like, gears yeah. are like, okay, something's He's smart. not right. Like, mm. I don't think I would have that. When I hear that tidbit of the story... I'm like, I'm dead. I'm dead. This is where I'm dead. Because I don't know if I would have the... I think about that stuff all the time. When I, I don't know people, if I would check the marquee. I'm clearly not. I would just be like, oh, yeah, no. He, wanted, he wants to go see Mortal Kombat. No. Dead. I, I'm dead. Immediately, I'm dead. I would have never thought that. <laughs> it's at this point that Brian realizes that his hand is reaching up towards the lock of the car. No. And he stops himself. Because he realized, I'm not... Int- that's not me. I'm not doing that. My ADHD would have immediately been like, why are you wearing a petticoat? And then I wouldn't be able to get over it. So that I don't know if the kid was actually wearing a petticoat. <laughs> but I'm saying, but we'll get like, into that. whatever you're wearing, we're going like, to get into that. We're going to get into that. It's so interesting. Okay. So then Brian looks like he's, he notices his hand, stops himself, puts his, and then, so he, breaked, uh, he broke eye contact with the kids, right? Okay. It's then when Brian reconnects with the kid that he realizes that the entirety of their eyes are black. Oh, I hate this. Not just the iris, like, the, the whole the, thing. The white, I think, what is that? The scalera? Yeah. Black. Ugh. Black. Cilia? Cilia? Scalera. Cilia is the right. hairs, right? Ew, hairs? Isn't cilia the... I don't want to know. Find it in the show notes. I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> I anatomy. So, and this is another commonality that I, that I find really interesting. In pretty much all of these accounts, and this is the only account that I'm going to read, like, or like dictate on, on the show just because there's like now since there there's, there's so, so many, many accounts that's also why i kind of gave a little caveat at the beginning i want to encourage everybody to read their own black eyed kids stories mm-hmm. and kind of weigh them at your own discretion some sure. of them have really outlandish claims yep. some of them are just i had this creepy encounter with this kid that came to my door in the middle of the night and he didn't have any like there was nothing yeah. Um, so that's the other thing. There are like some people say that like they look like they're like pools of liquid that yes. they're like shiny and that yeah. they go on forever and that you could almost go into them. <sighs> some people say that it looks like it's just like a void that yep. there's like nothing there. It's flat. Yep. It's like obsidian. It's so there's also kind of like these little like that's 
different? Are they different entities? Are they... I hate it whatever. all. But it's interesting that it's not right off the bat. Like, his first thought is like... They're like in a trance. Hey, exactly. Yeah. They So they that's the other thing that is very common sure. in these in these occurrences. People are terrified, but they're engaging. It's almost and like... And they're talking. And his first yeah. thought was to check Mortal Kombat, not to even register that he didn't have eyes. So that's one of the things where I'm like, where I'm like, magic. It's magic. It's, it's magic that we don't understand. Because, it's almost like you're a siren. Like, and it's like they like mess with your perception. Yeah. And that's another thing that's really common in these sightings. They seem to like defy time true or like they like true. appear out of nowhere yep then like you turn and they're gone true and like in an amount of time that they can't be so is that are they defying time mm. or are they altering your perception i tend to lean towards they're altering your perception because if they can trigger this like innate fear make you enthralled he remember he his hand was moving without he had to like break that himself like that yeah. was, to me that's like a test of will yeah like he sounds like a very strong willed person that was able to like break the thrall if yep. you will you know what i mean to me that sounds like magic yeah you're right so the other thing that i find really interesting in this account in in the commonalities of the accounts is the hoodies okay because in nine times out of ten of these accounts where a ki- where a black-eyed child is wearing a hoodie mm-hmm. the hoodie is up and it's almost like veiling yeah. like they don't want you to see the entirety that's crazy. Them. Like, yeah. when I hear about it, it makes me think of veiling. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, because if it's something masquerading... It's almost like, what are you actually? Right. But you're appearing as a child, so it's more right. like a, you would get a response. Right. And that's the other really interesting thing. Is that why they're appearing as children? Because it triggers... Like, what is going to make us want to help? Because, <laughs> like, that's the other big thing. Like, it seems that they... They abide by vampire rules. There's like this yeah. in there's like this ritual that needs that needs to take place. It's like a glamour. You have to yeah. let them in. You have to like because in all of these accounts, that's what we haven't gotten to yet, because we're still hung up on him realizing that they have black <laughs> eyes. In all of these accounts, these requests that they want, yeah. these demands that they make, they all hinge on being let in, crossing yeah. a threshold, being yeah. given permission. Gross. And we know that's 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 huge in any practice. Of course. Just saying no to something has power. Of course. So the fact that that's that that's such a like what is it the the fulcrum of yeah. these events are whether they get because there are there are there are accounts we're going to talk about one okay of them being let in and what happens oh, when they're it. let in okay okay so we're flashing back to Brian Bethel we're still in the parking lot he just realized that their eyes are black now. We are in full panic mode. We are in full flight or f- fight or flight. Pit sweaty, palm sweaty, mom spaghetti. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> rightfully so. We're like we're, we're ready, and yeah. so this is Bombing where they on my get sweater. literally we're there. <laughs> he, so this is where they get demanding. Okay, and they start yelling and they start Ew. saying, "Let us in, Mister. We can't come in with unless you let us. Ew. We're not going to hurt you, Mister." We, we don't have a... It's not like we have a gun, mister. Would, wouldn't you, like, things, things that, like, a child would not be saying Sure, to of course. And, no, like, not things then. where it's, like, why are you immediately assuming that you... That, like... Uh, that, why is the thought that you think I want you to threaten? But you know what I mean? They're yeah, like, well, we're we not going to hurt you. We're yeah. not going to hurt you. Yeah. We don't have a gun. Too much Mortal Kombat for you, sir. Literally. So what does Brian do? 
Tears out of you exactly. You got it right. He tears out of the parking for lot. sure. He throws it in reverse. I'm pretty sure it's one of those like this is one of those accounts where like he like looks out of the gear shift to throw it in reverse and looks back and they're gone. Yeah, I would be pedaled to the metal. I do know that he yes he 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 breaks the law going home. He Good. he floors it. He gets it home. Um, he makes a specific reference in his initial account that okay. as he's running back into his house, he had this purveying sense of like check the skies no way yeah 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 yeah. so that was brian bethel's like initial account with these black children and for the longest time because this story blew up when he put it online and i bet and there were naysayers there were people like but because this really like put it on like the let's say it put it, it did for all intents and purposes it put it on the paranormal map of course so people were like as much as people were like naysayers, people were also like, this is the first time this has ever happened. This is the account that like, you okay. know what I mean? Like this yeah. is where, so some people attribute black eyed kids to like the dawn of technology. Correct. That it's like a technological thing that there's like, I want to do a whole episode on like, um, we don't invent things. We discover them. Okay. So like, what did we discover with the internet? So too many things, like honestly. What, like, what kind of <laughs> yeah, entity what came, is lurking yeah, yeah, yeah. in there yep. that we, like, you know what I mean? We just found a means to talk to it. Ew. Right? Okay. Fine. That's creepy. So, getting back to just, I want to talk about some, like, now overall just, like, commonalities. Okay. Because there's a lot of things. Oh, so, sorry. Let me backtrack a little bit. A lot of people thought that, like, this was the first account. Okay. And then everything that happened after, like, that was the spawning event. That was, like, ground oh, zero, That's right? where they started. That's, that was, like, what a lot of people were thinking. Black Eyed Children came out. Since then, we've, like, there's been so much research. Because, obviously, this is, like, I'm not bringing, I also meant to preface this entire thing with saying I'm not bringing anything new to the Black Eyed Children table. I'm literally just regurgitating a bunch of information. We're, 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 we're offering our perspective. Like, yep. you know what I mean? I thought the veiling thing was, like, an interesting. I've heard nobody talk about Me that in either. any of, like, my, in the podcast that I was listening to. Because I'll be honest. Shout out to Belief Hole. Shout out to Astonishing Legends. They've okay. done amazing podcasts. Astonishing Legends has a th- has a three part series. Each episode is like two and a half hours Holy long. Crap. Their second part is an episode with Brian Bethel. Like they do an wow. interview with him. Like, oh, I'm gonna have to listen. Oh, to it's that. so worth listening. They okay. do a great job. Morbid does a really good job too of doing entire episodes of like encounters of black we'll get children. there we're yeah. gonna get there eventually cool. to a point you know what i mean um so yeah shout out to them a lot of this info is like coming directly from them i'm not okay. gonna reinvent the wheel you know what i mean and that's <laughs> it pretty happened much, it's fact and that's pretty much yeah. all we're doing on this podcast anyway is like presenting stories through our lens you of know course. what i mean and like providing our okay so what's interesting is like obviously there's multiple people research coming at this from all kinds of angles mm-hmm. and there are accounts, so a lot of people also think that, like, these are, because a lot of the accounts come from America, people think that this is, like, isolated to America, that it sure. only happens in America. But Which there are wild. account. there are a lot of accounts in Europe. There are accounts in Australia How of this happening. How they get there? Literally. Where they come from? Well, my thing, I don't think that they're kids. Okay. Well, I think, let, okay, let's save our speculation for the end of the Go episode. ahead, go ahead. Okay, okay, so. There are accounts... In America, dating back to the 50s. Oh. There are accounts in the 70s, there are accounts in the 60s, and there are accounts in the 50s of people answering, getting door, getting, like, someone knocking on their door in the middle of the night. Yeah. And it's two kids. Always two? 
And these are the commonalities. So, yeah, now I'm okay. going to get into some of the commonalities that are just, like, seen across, which is, like, what really raises the paranormal red flag for people. It's, like, you know what I mean? There's, like, a saying about that or something. You know what I mean? Like, it happens mm-hmm. once it happens. Like, you know, there's no coincidences yep. when it happens. Like, so yep. many, when there are so many, like, through through lines that we can make for sure. these encounters, basically. So, we talked about the clothes. The clothes are big. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's always off. So, like, when they're having the encounters in the 50s, it was, they look like they were wearing clothes from, like, the 30s. Okay. It's always kind of off. So, it's like... Interesting. It's like whatever is, like, masquerading is, like, at that current time. It's, like, it's picking right then and there. Like, what is going to be best to get you to help? And that okay. ultimately seems like what the, like... They're always, they, they show up out of nowhere. Okay. It tends to be in the middle of the night, like we out, sometimes it's the wee hours, like you'll get a door knock at like two in the morning. Do you think that's, okay, do you want me to, can I ask a question? Yeah, absolutely. Do you think it's because you're Perception is off? Because you're off in the middle of the night, you're not thinking clearly, like you're not like completely, so they could veil or glamour harder because you're off? I don't know. I think that's a really good, interesting... Because that, that's where I want to really get into the speculation. Because, like, like, if somebody knocked on my door in the middle of the night, first, I'm not answering. Let's no, just... <laughs> absolutely not. Again, Number two... That's where I'm not dead in the story, because I'm not answering the door. <laughs> but my ADHD would be, like... My anxiety level would be, like, heightened. What's on the other I, side of the door? Yes. Yes. And, or, like... My brain would be Is going Tamara a million yeah. miles an hour. Yeah. Whereas some people would be like extra sleepy. Like people would some people wouldn't even think twice and just answer the door. Exactly. We don't have crime around here. We exactly. sleep with the door unlocked. No, not unhinged me. behavior. Basically. Unhinged behavior. So they're always kinda of, they, they kind of just like seemingly show like nobody's just like you don't see them walk off. Yeah. They don't just you know what I mean? They don't walk they don't saunter up to you like, hey mister Trick You know what I mean? Like you just you turn and they're there. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's like the gross. It's like the the horror movie trope. And some of this stuff is a little tropey too. Okay. Where people are like yep. mm, you know what I mean? Okay. That sounds very horror movie ish. I okay. turn a corner and you're gone. But how do horror movies start? Just saying, based in fact, right? So then we have the we um going back to the clothes a little bit. Mm-hmm. There's no like like I said, there's no like we're not wearing like a SpongeBob hoodie. They're like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's very nondescript. It's yeah. very plain. It's very drab. Some Understood. people say that it looks like um, they're like toned differently, like they're sepia toned. They're like, yes. like they stepped out of like a black and white movie, or yeah. like their color I've heard is that. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like or somebody like, like yeah, somebody yeah. took the saturation and like yes. dropped it all the way down. Like yeah. something doesn't. And again, it's like something's trying to mimic and can't get it quite right. Okay. And is that what the eyes are? Like you can't. Like eyes are the window of the soul. Is that the hardest thing to trick? Is that the hardest thing to mimic? Well, because if you yeah. don't have a soul, how do you mimic a soul? Or everybody's eyes are different. There is no two eyes that are the same, right? So, right. like, how do you mimic somebody's eyes when you don't, don't have know a what set? an eye? Yeah. Yeah. So that's where it's just like so. I hate it. Literally, yeah. So <laughs> um, there's this sense of dread. There's this pervading sense of like I am in trouble. They trigger that fight or flight response in us, but there's also this like thrall. That okay. they put people under. Yeah. So it's like, you're you're paralyzed with fear almost. But that's the other it's interesting... It's like a spell. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's like a trance. Mm-hmm. And because that's another commonality is it's not... You don't open the door and it's like, there's you're looking at black eyes. Like, uh, none of the accounts... You don't even notice it. None of the accounts say that. You know what I mean? Because why would you open the door? Literally. And I feel like <laughs> if I did open the door and I saw black eyes, I would immediately shut the door. You know what I mean? It's of like course. It's like they have this back it's and like a forth. Hypnosis. And something happens where, like, they gain a little bit of cognizance. They gain a little bit of wherewithal. Something happens where then it clicks in their brain. Something's not right. Mm-hmm. And what is not right? 
oh, this kid has black eyes. Like, you'd think that would be, like, the first thing that you would notice. But it's your hypnosis. And it's like, a, it's like a commonality, like, across these occurrences. Okay. So weird. There's no documented cases of physical attacks. Nobody yes. has been physically harmed by one of these. They don't attack you. Yep. Um, it's a mind That's thing. not to say that there haven't been physical ramifications after encounters with black-eyed children. Ew. There's an encounter in the 50s. Okay. Or husband and wife. I believe it was the wife started having... So this is another commonality across black-eyed kids. Not always, but frequently they will appear in the dreams of people that they're going to interact with in person. Yes, yes. And sometimes they're like prophetic dreams. You will have dreams of them leading up to the encounter. Yes. This husband and wife, I forget their name because I didn't write it down. Kudos to me for knowing all this from memory, though. Seriously. I'm literally just, like, glancing just, at reference. If you can see Kyle right now, he's just going at it. <laughs> he had no reference literally, whatsoever. Literally. So it's husband and Black-eyed children. <laughs> in the 50s, this wife starts dreaming of these black-eyed kids. And at one point, one of them, the, the old, it's always the older one that speaks. The older one even specifically says to her, your husband's gonna die. But, like, says it in a way of, like, we're gonna take your husband your husband, ha- like, you know what I mean? Said it in a very, like, Oof. it wasn't like a, hey, cherish him. You you know what I mean? Yeah. It was kind of just like a, a threat. Yeah. Very that. Because okay. remember, this is how they are. They're very, this is gonna, this is what's gonna happen. Even if I'm asking you a question, it's, you know what I mean? It's Matter with an end fact. result. Yeah. It's like, can I come in to use your phone? You're going to let me come in to use I'm your gonna phone. I'm going to come in. Yeah. Exactly. You know Gross. what I mean? Right. That's the other weird thing. Sometimes they'll, when they're, like, making requests, mm-hmm. so, like, there are accounts in the 70s of people answering their door and the kids asking to use the telegraph. <laughs> That's wild. So, it's, again, it's, like, things not... Adding up. Not not quite, sure. like, adding up, right? Yeah. So, we're, let's jump back to this couple in the 50s. Sorry, a little bit all over the place. You're fine. So, wife starts having these dreams. She has that dream. Then it happens. They have an encounter. It, it, it's, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. Okay. There's a, a, a ring, a knock on the door. They answer... Black-eyed children. Black-eyed children. Ew. They want to come inside. They want to use the phone. Yeah. Rotary phone? Got it. Guess what? She lets them in. Why? She lets them in. So they come in. And you'd think this is it, right? This is the... Why? And this this is where also there's two schools of thought as to why there's no documented physical... Okay. And what's the key word there? Documented. Documented. Yeah. Because for all we know, there are physical attacks. Uh, or, yeah, are they either... And no one's around to tell the story. Exactly. <laughs> or are they too traumatized? Literally. Or is it a trance Where they and don't you don't realize? No, because guess what happened once they were allowed into the house? What? Time slip. Shut they wake up. up. They wake up the next day in their beds. But they remember what happened. They remember they letting no kids idea into what their happened. house. They remember letting kids into their house. But then nothing else after. Oh. And then guess who suddenly wakes up with a giant brain tumor? The dad or the, the husband. husband. And guess who ends up dying no. of severe brain cancer? No way. Soon after this encounter. And like why? Like what is the why? So a lot of times another commonality that people will experience with them is this set this ozone smell, which is funny that you said that earlier. There's this like almost like burning yeah. smell around them. Are they emitting radiation? 
Or Is there some kind of like energy this thing is putting off that it can't control? Or what about the concept of people sell their souls and they're collecting souls and it's like hellions. Little demon portals. Literally that. Ew. So not only are there just like accounts in the America in America dating back to like the fifties. Of course. We're also going to talk a little bit about the Iroquois. Okay. And how there are, I believe they call it the Otcon. Okay. And what they believe, so the way that they believe it, it's a very, it's a very like, when I, when I heard about the concept, I was like, I feel like I'm watching an episode of Charmed. Uh, (laughs) Just because, and you're going to know exactly what I mean when I say this. There's like a belief that like a child is like a blank slate and they could be swayed either way. Mm Mm-hmm. And that the Otcon is this, like, purveying darkness that can, like, slip into a child. Yes. And basically possess them. Sure. Um, And it happens a lot, or when it happens, it's at a time of distress when this maybe child is, like, abandoned in the woods. Yep. um, Is orphaned. Yep. um, And so it's just, like, taken over with this darkness. And what is is, the way that it is portrayed in Iroquois culture is as a black-eyed child. And this is dating back to, this is, we're talking like pre-colonial, yeah. right? So don't tell me Brian Bethel was the seminal case. So are there... When we have Native American tribes talking about so are there children. visuals for that? There are cave depictions Shut of, yes, up. these young, small humans, blacked out eyes. I mean, and that would explain petticoat, right? That would explain a lot. Okay. Okay, so we're also, this can also be found in Scandinavian culture in something called uh, the Mealings. Okay. And it's spelled, I do have it written down, because we're thinking like American. Um, it's spelled M-Y-L-I-N-G-E-S. Interesting. Right? Um, and then so these are like, in Scandinavian folklore, these are some of the most vengeful spirits you're going to come across. And it's um, the spirits of unwanted children. Um, children killed by their parents. Oh? Yeah. Um, so a very vengeful spirit. Wow. But again, depicted yeah. as a child with black eyes. Okay. And we're talking, this is, that's pre-Christian. So, can I ask a question? Yeah, absolutely. So Scandinavians, right, for this whole concept, and you might not know this, but when we're saying unwanted children, are we talking like immediate unwanted children or because these entities are older depicted as older children is it that they died later i i think i know what you're getting at yeah um, i i don't believe that this is like terminated well i don't even think they did that but i mean no. like would they be, i think this is like i have seven kids and i just had an eighth and i cannot afford to <laughs> yeah We're talking this is yeah. you know what i mean of course and i think it was i think it's that eighth child that we threw off the cliff so ch- oh okay so so it could have been later in life. So these could have been the actual I think age. I think where the Iroquois was more of like a matter of happenstance. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe this child just got left in the woods. Maybe sure. This, like they were out hunting with their parents and their parents just got killed and then they're like, eh. the Scandinavian seems like a much more like... Just hard times. Vengeful. Like yeah. Like that ghost, that spirit Get is like pissed. Yeah. Because you... Yeah, rightfully so. Yeah, sure. Um, So, but uh, we're bringing this up just to to make the point that like black eyed children are like it's not. It does not come with the dawn of technology. It is not just a creepy pasta thing. Um, There are there's definite weight to these encounters. You listen to people tell 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 these encounters, and you can tell again with most creepy pastas. You can tell when 
you know what I mean? There's salt to a story. And you can tell yeah. that these people encountered something that really shook them to their core. That is wild. Yeah. So um, now I want to get into just like a little bit of like speculation. Okay. Um, because I just think it's, there's a lot of, people think that they're aliens. People think that it's something masquerading as, people think it's like a, I caution to say skinwalker. You mm. know what I mean? Like there are so many different, like, is it a spirit? Like there are accounts of like the, in the fifties when they came into the house, like she yeah. remembers like interaction of like him maybe like picking something up or like, you know okay. what I mean? Like there's enough memory, like, yeah. but then she doesn't remember like the actual, like, well, what did they do in my house? When did they leave? What did they do to me? Where did, you know what I mean? It's kind of just like a, I mean, the alien concept may not be that far off, right? Because they're basically abducting. Because if you don't remember time lapses, like, what happens? What kind of abduction is that? The other thing that I find really interesting... So I'm, again, uh, of, like, kind of, like, two schools of thought. It's, sure. To me, it's either... I definitely think it's something masquerading. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they're children with black eyes. Like, I don't think that whatever people are... I think that whatever people are seeing, I don't think it was ever It's, human. like, the trance that they just need to be that way. I think it's portraying... Like, if you had an encounter with a black-eyed kid... And I was your neighbor. Don't put that on me. <laughs> okay. If, if your neighbor was having an encounter with a black-eyed kid and you opened your door, I'd be curious to see what you would see standing on the front. There's none yeah. of... There's no stories like that. Like, oh. so, And that's why it's so interesting to me, the altar of perception. Like, so there is no stories of two people together seeing the same thing. There are. The husband and the wife. There are. But there's no, like, outsider, voyeur... Like, I'm I've... not part of that experience okay. and I'm watching it. Okay. There's nobody removed from the situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that that lends to the, like, if you're the only thing seeing me and I have, I'm, I, this is my, the thing that I find really interesting because it seems like it's just, we, I feel like the, the understanding quote unquote that we have yeah. of magic is very rudimentary. Sure. We don't know its full capabilities. Yeah. We don't know, we don't know the mechanisms of this universe. So to me, yeah. it's probably, it, it, it sounds like maybe something that has a better grasp on how this universe works. Mm. And what I mean by that is like, have you ever listened to any like Carl Sagan talks of like circle world or like, no. so if we lived in a two dimensional yes. world and somebody put a 3d object in our world, yeah. we're only going to see it as the points that are touching our two dimensional world. Right. Mm-hmm. That's like a very quick overview. I encourage anybody who has not listened to a Carl Sagan I'm like, listen to that. talk, please go do it. He is a, fa- a very fascinating person, but he does this flat land thing where he like, <laughs> Explains everything like we were living in a two-dimensional. Yeah. But then it's so interesting to then put it into, like, a three-dimensional concept. Of because course. to me, that's what it reads as. It reads as something that knows how to... I don't caution to even say alter our perception, but, like, do things that we just don't know how to do or even capable of doing. And from our... The, our limited viewpoint, it looks like they're coming out of nowhere. It looks like they're, you know what I mean? Like, we don't even know, like, what the mechanism is behind why I can't sure. remember what exactly happened. Yeah. Is that the same mechanism that's making me see a little kid in front of me? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's just a lot. Is that why the veiling is part of it? Like, or why there's a second one that doesn't talk? There's a lot of it that just reads as, like, magic to me. But, like, mm-hmm. magic that we just, like, like, that's just beyond our understanding. Of course. You know what I mean? Or is it because it's so ancient that it, like, you know what I mean? Like, Or it's so powerful. Right. I don't like the alien theory. I, I believe, yeah. no, I believe that it could. I mean, sure. I don't know what they yeah. could be. 
Um, maybe it's an alien because that's a big that's a big like topic in the alien abduction community is screen memories. Yes. Of, I'm taking you out of your room and I'm gonna do these things to you, but when I put you back the only thing that you're going to remember is getting up and going to the bathroom or yep. getting up and seeing an owl sitting outside of your window. Yes. You know what I mean? So screen yes. memories are huge. Yep. Um, so I just, I don't know. There's so many interesting facets to these black eyed kids. I didn't want to sit here and just like read encounter. After yeah, encounter but that's after so encounter. cool. Um, so I encourage everybody to, you know, research the topic on your own at your own discretion. Oof. I'm going to be up all night. Don't let anything in. First, I'm going to be up all night doing creepypastas because that just blows my mind. So many. No sleep is a great, great... Do you remember, like, um, the era of, like, fan fiction? That's what creepypastas remind me of. Like, fan fictions, right? Where you're like, if I... used to write Buffy were... fan fiction in high school. Did you? Yes! <laughs> Do you still have it? No, because you know where I used to write it all? Where? On MySpace. Computer? Shut. Because we used Can to, we I used to be part, your listen, I used to be part of this fan fiction role play community where we would all make no. MySpaces as the character that oh. you were role playing as because I was that much of a loser. No, that's that not a loser, a loser thing. I think that's amazing. <laughs> and then I would get on and I would role play from that character's perspective. Like Shut I was that person. up. Oh, it was so fun. I used to love doing it. We should do that now. I literally, like, have tried to, like, put out feelers to, like, find the people we that I used to, We should do a RP Charmed with. one, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I literally used to RP Charmed and, and, and Buffy characters. I am obsessed with that. Yeah. I wish we could hack your MySpace right now but, but See, that's the, thing, that's the sad thing. Most of the my all... It's gone. It's gone. They're all... It's all well, gone. Well, because it was, like, coded in a way that, like, They the tried to do, like, gone. a data transfer or something, and I don't know. Part of me is glad that it's gone. I'm not. Part of me is so upset that I that's know. gone. Because that sounds phenomenal. My like high school that was fan fiction was a huge thing for us but it was like in sync and backstreet oh, boys yeah and hansen and you would like be like i was married to taylor and like this was our oh there's a movie that just came out with um who uh, it's i i want to say it's like sandra bullock or something where okay. the mom the whole concept of the movie is the mom goes to like a concert okay and it's like a fictionalized like one direction right okay and then the mom like hits it off with like one of the like singers like what? in the boy band and like starts this like thing with like the guy in the band that sounds crazy. it's a one direction fan fiction shut up it's a one direction fan fiction so somebody that they, found like, that online that and they like rewrote it. and like made it into like a Twilight is a... Um, you could have been famous. You know, Twilight is a fan fiction. Yes, I did know that. But you could have been is famous. It twi- no, um, Fifty Shades of Grey is a fan fiction, oh, is wow. a Twilight fan See, fiction. See, that's, that's the type of instinct that I thought I but was writing. But then when they made it big, they like switched, uh, they just switched the names. You could have been famous. I could have been, no. You're famous no. now. We have a podcast. I was no, it was no new IP. <laughs> I was literally just role-playing as Buffy in Sunnydale. <laughs> I think everybody would want to listen or read that. I think everybody would want to read it's that. It's messy. I but believe yeah, no, that. I wish that they still existed. Seriously. I think that's so cool. Was it, this was a good one though, right? Yes, I love this now one. Now you see why I was so excited to like talk about it. This was a good one. Yeah, I like this one a lot. And like perfect for Halloween. This should like, be the Halloween episode. I get that the like... I get that, like, the, the encounter that I told you was, like, it happened in a parking lot, but, like, when I say a lot of these encounters happen in, like, the... the Random places. No, happen, no, they happen at people's homes. No. They knock on your door. In no. the middle of the night. No. And that's the thing. They want in. They want to... They just want to use the phone. They want to... Mm-hmm. Please, can you just help me? Gross. Yeah, we're, like, it. preying on a sense of, like, help. Mm-hmm. Which is also, like, if it is something masquerading. 
If you ever show up at my house in the middle of the night, it's it's a no. Brian Bethel is also a really interesting person to like. I'm gonna have to listen to he that has one. A, he has a couple. Um, he has another encounter that happened like later in his life that he talks about. But he has this one encounter which I'm excited to like. I I'll probably touch on his encounter, like what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm gonna do a whole episode on. He had a like he was a kid and he like saw a television program that was like these like off Muppets that had human teeth and were like trying to get him to come into the TV. What? Yeah. So that's another like, cause like a lot of these there. So a lot of times they're also referred to as BEKs. It's like human the acronym. Teeth. Literally. So a lot of times these, these people that have these black eyed kids experiences have other like weird things that have happened to them in oh. their lives where it's like, are they just open to these kind of things? Well, and that's like, like, so there's a lot of like controversy around, you know, like abductions. We, I know I keep going back to aliens, but they say like, it's, it's like a lightning strike. Yeah. Once you've done it, you've opened it well, and then it comes back. That's why when people hear Brian, because Brian, most people know Brian Bethel for his black eyed sure. kids thing. So then they hear the Muppet story and they're like, oh, this guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I see. So you're a journalist. Yeah. Yeah, literally, literally that. But yeah, no, his Muppet story is like, because just imagine like off-brand Muppets with I'm human teeth. Just listening to that trying freaks to get you. me out, because there's my Fraggle collection yeah. right there, and that freak. And they're they, like, hey kids, come into the TV with me. Like, no, <laughs> no. If I ever saw something with human teeth that shouldn't have human teeth, it would be a wrap. There's another, okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave you with one, because I just have the, this is why I've okay, been ready to start a podcast, because I've been ready to start a podcast. <laughs> Screen memory. There is this girl who has this 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 memory, okay. right? Of a big she she sleep asleep in her bed, and her closet door opens, Ugh. and Big Bird walks out, hands her a chapstick, and says, "Have some. It'll make you feel good." Oh. And when she woke up the next day, she had, she had a half bitten thing of chapstick in oh. bed with her. Now she did say that was like her thing as a kid. She loved to nibble on chapstick, but she's Maybe you should stop nibbling on chapstick because you're seeing creepy. Big Bird. I would never say that again. Some chapstick. <laughs> It'll make you feel good. I would never Terrifying. sleep again. Heard, the, heard that on the belief hole. Love them. Oh, I hate The, bo- the brothers belief hole are great. Go check them out. Fantastic story. Thank you for joining us on this <laughs> premiere we, episode. We appreciate you. Hope you sleep well. Sleep well. <laughs> um, we are on Instagram. Uh, you can find us. We'll do TikTok soon. Yes. Coming to a st- streaming platform near you. Like, subscribe, leave us a comment, a five-star review. If you have a creepy story, we would love to hear it. Happy Halloween. Don't let any black-eyed kids through the door. <gasps> creepy pastas. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. A Semi-Charmed Kind of Podcast is hosted by Ashley Williams and Kyle Yugis. Music credits by Chauncey Fortune and art by Decay Decor. Keep listening and keep it cryptid. Much to do.